good morning, Alan. Um, we certainly welcome the measure that the government have announced this morning or will announce today that the, the extension is until the end of August. Um, it keeps us in line with uh, our European competitors, which is the right rate of VAT to be, level of VAT to be at. And I suppose it gives certainty for employment as well throughout the, the sector, because if they were to put the VAT up by 5%, uh, 4.5%, they would have had... Uh, consequences with job losses uh, that had been equated to 24,000 throughout the the uh, country, which is not a good uh, place to be in. Yeah, what's your feeling on it, Paul? Would it be similar to, to Dermot that you're choosing to view it optimistically, that it will have that impact of staving off any potential uh, job losses or the fact that it is only running until the end of August? You're not getting overly excited about it? No, I think to be fair, I think it's something that the Hotel Federation and all of its members uh, and, and the wider hospitality community have been calling for for some time. So I think it is a, a, a welcome extension uh, of the reduced fat rate, 9%. The reality really, Alan, is that um, the hospitality sector and, and I suppose in particular maybe the bars and restaurants uh, sections of that sector have really struggled in the last 6 to 12 months in terms of the increased costs um, and Dermot referenced, uh, you know, staffing levels. I think retention costs, keeping staff, um, with the cost of living generally uh, increasing all the time, means that any increase in cost to a business will be a knock-on increase in cost to the customer. Which, at the moment, if you if you want to class uh, dining out uh, or going out socialising, it would certainly be a discretionary spend. And I think. The, the amount of money that people have to spend on a weekly basis now is decreasing all the time with the increased cost of living. So any 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 chance that we have to keep our costs uh, down and certainly VAT, a 4.5% increase would be a lot, um, that, that would have to be welcome. And certainly keeping until the end of August, which would see, I suppose, really that a good chunk of the tourist season um, intact is a very good thing and welcome. Yeah, and that's a very good point, uh, Dermot, that Paul makes, that this is at least going to last through the, the summer season, the busiest period for you and your colleagues within the industry, within Clare. Uh, yes, look, it certainly is, but I suppose we will have to uh, look further beyond that because um, even though it is the main part of our season, but like we're we're looking at Joe, you'll be contracting for uh, 24 and 25 with certain groups now. So um, that has to be bared in mind as well, you know. Have you been discussing this with your colleagues in the industry? Are they are they welcoming the, the extension of the reduced rate or is there an overwhelming sense that, because we know there had been calls, especially from the Restaurants Association of Ireland, for the reduced 9% rate to be kept permanently, um, which we'd have to say doesn't look likely. Yeah, no, um, we have, I've spoke to a few this morning and look, we're all very happy with, uh, with the news today, but I suppose um, the long term uh, has to be, has to be looked at by government. And I suppose we can't go back to being the third highest in Europe. Um, 9% is the right rate for us to be at. If we go back to being the third highest in Europe, then we're, we, Ireland becomes uncompetitive. Like any increase in VAT does mean an increase in the cost of uh, dining out or coffees, meals, whatever. To, and that has to be passed on given how much 
all our costs have gone up so far in terms of buying in food. Look, look, we all know when we go shopping, um, the cost of the, the shopping has gone up considerably from milk, bread, um, all our staple um, ingredients. So, look, we welcome this news today and and we hope there's more to come later on. Yeah, and Paul, I mean, you mentioned at least, look, this gets through uh, summer 23 and that's good but looking more long term and the Irish Hotels Federation had you know mentioned in their letter that increasing the rate back up to 13.5% would result in Ireland becoming an outlier amongst our European competitors Mm -hmm. as Dermot has said the third highest cost in Europe if you look further afield to 2024 and summer 2024 will we be at a distinct disadvantage Um, could you see it hampering tourism here and can you at least prepare knowing that in all likelihood you're going to be dealing with a 13.5% rate come uh, this time next year? Well, I think the first thing is that um, this time last week, Alan, we would have been fearing the worst in terms of the VAT rate uh, being um, returned to the 13.5%. So today's news is very welcome, at least. If nothing, it gives us another uh, six months, as Dermot said, to to fight the case uh, with government to try and keep it at that level going forward. So again, that is welcome. I think you know the the, the 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 customer base, the international customer base that we rely on in tourism in Ireland, certainly now is looking at other countries and destinations uh, in terms of competitive pricing. So where we are no longer competitive, it will be a challenge for us to try and attract that level of business. And you know we rely very heavily from a, um, a hotel and tourism point of view with our North American visitors, and if other destinations in mainland Europe are even in the UK with Scotland, etc., become more attractive financially for them to visit, then, then, then that becomes an issue. So we need to stay competitive, that's for sure and certain. On the island, from our, from our customers in our bars and restaurants and cafes, you know, we need to keep pricing at, at a very optimum level. When the government are introducing packages um, to try and help people and assist people with, with cost of living, you know, it seems strange that we would even contemplate uh, returning to a higher level of that uh, when that's just going to add cost to people if they are to go out. And as I mentioned, discretionary spend is getting less and less in people's pockets now as, as the, the cost of living is so high. So so I think we need to be at a rate that that, that certainly is reflective of the wide-scale um, uh, European destinations. And I think 9% of services probably sits in that category. Yeah, Dermot, that people having, the consumer or customer having less and less discretionary spend, as Paul says, perhaps is reflected in uh, the estimation from the RAI, the Restaurants Association of Ireland, that one cafe or restaurant has closed down each day so far this year. I suppose on the one hand, keeping, maintaining, the retaining the reduced 9% rate until the end of August may help stem the tide, but is it just kicking the can down the road, giving uh, so many have said that increasing the VAT rate for hospitality could uh, really hamper businesses who are already under s- severe pressure with lower margins and rising costs across the board, that maybe while it might stem the tide for now, it, it, it is only kicking the can down the road and we'll, we'll, we'll see a continuation of closures as we move later into the year. I suppose, look, the reality is there one restaurant is closing each 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 week. Um, the I suppose this will give businesses a chance to try and I suppose recover somewhat over the next uh, over the next six months. You know, um, 
and might give them a chance to kind of re- reverse that trend somewhat, John, that they'll be able to build up a, a reserve that'll get them through the winter, you know. Um, but yes, it is, It is. you could look at it as, look, we'll be back in the same problem or these uh, businesses that are on that uh, borderline will be back in the same problem next autumn. But I suppose now is their chance to try and maintain uh, their current costs as best they can, despite the rising inflation and stuff. But um, it's hopefully they, they will survive. Do you hold out any hope that, look, this is a, a, an extension, but that it's another six or so months of the 9% rate that perhaps, you know, when we get to the end of the summer, the government may be persuaded to, if not keep the rate, reduce rate permanently, they may extend it for another six months or a year that we could see a, few, a, a, a couple of other extensions, which would be better than it returning to 13.5% at least? Um, we certainly would hope that the government would see, uh, I suppose, see the light that this rate, 9%, is the right rate uh, for Ireland uh, when placed, when in terms of Europe and the other rates that are out there, because there is some that are like six and seven percent and they they're already reduced in those countries and there's no mention of those governments putting them back up. So I suppose like we're we would really um request that government uh keep the rate at nine percent to preserve employment. Like throughout Ireland there's 270,000 people employed in our industry um, and we make a big return to the exchequer, you know, and like one in 10 of those jobs are outside of Dublin. So it's very country and rural and rural based. Like, so, I mean, we all give employment throughout the areas. So, yeah. And just to finish with you on that then, Paul, but, you know, would, would you hold out much hope that we could see the 9% rate stay, if not permanently uh, beyond uh, the end of August, that the government will have another six months worth of evidence to see that it has a very, very positive effect for the hospitality industry, which is huge for Ireland and particularly in Clare and tourism. It's, it's massive. Yeah, no, it absolutely is massive. And uh, I think the fact um, that the government have come to this decision now is on the back of a lot of lobbying and a lot of uh, discussion uh, amongst government members and certainly the Irish Health Federation, the Vintners Federation of Ireland and other groups in the hospital and tourism sector have been have been fighting hard for this. So I think it's probably a realisation that we certainly need to see the next six months uh, and see where that takes us before we have uh, again a renewed discussion about it and I wouldn't be surprised if, if this becomes a more permanent fixture as clearly um, the debate around it is, is is very valid and you know as I, as I keep referring to you know discretionary spend is where a lot of us in our industry will survive um, and if that discretionary spend isn't in people's pockets then we certainly we certainly are going to struggle, as Dermot has mentioned. You know, one in ten cafes, restaurants closing. Um, that that that's a shocking figure, really, to be honest. And you don't have to look back that far, really, Alan, um, to to our last big recession, where it was actually the tourism and hospitality industry that really helped the co- the country recover. And I think we need to make sure that we remain competitive so that we can continue to do so.